Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's happening? This is Tommy Bottles, Mr. Educated Dexter 101, and I'm listening to Genesis Poetic High Open Mic with Radio Rail on OG Radio. Don't forget to come and pick up your I'm on. 
What's up, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, I am Genesis, and welcome to another Podcast Thursdays. And it's your favorite host with the buttered toast, Radio Rail. How y'all feeling tonight? That last track right there. Shout out to Rosa Nice, called Like a Lady. You can catch her on all major music platforms and the videos out on YouTube. Ooh. So is she your new artist? No, nah, she been on the show like sometime last year. She's somebody I found through the app of Clubhouse, where you can just find in everybody. I just made an actual Clubhouse. I just haven't been on there, so I need to get better at that. But you know, we have a hundred and one other things going on. Like next Saturday, February twelfth at seven thirty p.m. Puffin Poetry will be located at 4801 West Chicago Avenue. Um, you guys, make sure you go on Eventbrite and get your tickets. The Puff Packs are ready for sale, so you will receive them if you order them on Eventbrite. I have a video up stating everything that's in the Puff Packs on my Poetic Highs Instagram, so you guys go check that out. If you guys are interested in knowing further about the puff packs. Facts. I'm sleepy. Big facts. I am too. I took a nap. I was. I woke up about 15 minutes ago. I'm tired. Yeah, I've been fasting, you guys. And I know people thinking like, why are you fasting? Because it's just the health regiment that I do at least a couple of times a year to reset my body. So if you guys are interested in that, look up fasting for 72 hours and see what the benefits are to your body. Just water and tea is what I've been indulging in these last 48 hours. So I have 24 more hours to go and then I'll be done. 
y'all know me. I'm a fat ass. I can't do it for shit. He's slim. You skinny. You don't need no uh. You don't need any fasting or anything like that. But if you did want to reset your body, that's a different thing. I don't just do it for weight loss. I do it for a number amount of reasons, especially since I'm getting older and I need to make sure that I take really good care of my body because I don't want to be one of those people that looks like they 70 when you're really only 40. So let me tell y'all. That's the goal. <laughs> Genesis got her body, y'all. I don't let her fool y'all and shit. She ain't nowhere near fat. Never been fat. She out here with a whole six-pack, you know what I'm saying, flexing on people. No, I don't. No, I don't. I used to have a six-pack last year. Well, she the year before last. Because I had she my son. I was pregnant for all of 2020. I lost my my uh, six-pack. And then I gave birth to my son. And then all of 2021, I've been fighting to try to get it back. And it's really not working. <laughs> I think Look here, I have she to got accept a whole my new mommy body. Like, she got six pack of butt like she over here lying y'all. Whatever. <laughs> Anybody trying How y'all to do that? Y'all know we got, you know, this dumbass smoke we got caught in Tuesday night or Wednesday. I know my black ass ain't go to work. Yeah, I say I went out yesterday. And then I parked back in the garage and then got snowed in by the time 3 p.m. came, which is Central Standard Time for us. And it was just no more going out. So I didn't go out at all today. And hopefully tomorrow will be a little bit better. But I'm not holding my breath. I'm not interested really in going out. Well, I've definitely been stuck on the side street. But it's cool, you know, for a front-wheel drive, get you out as long as you know what you're doing. Yeah, no, this this guy I was, so I'm outside shoveling the alley, and he goes through his little cameras. I'm like, can you not throw your snow, throw the snow in front of my garage? Like, you should be out here fucking helping. I'm helping you out. What are you talking about? The hundred people <laughs> being there, they want nothing in front of their garage. Like, all right, well, fuck it. I will let Mother <laughs> Nature continue to pile on your garage there since you don't want me to help. Yeah, well, he said I was throwing it in front of his garage. I was just like, dude, uh, okay, you should be out here helping me, but I guess I'll leave it alone. I was just probably more so irritated that I was snowed in, so I tried not to take it out on. I'm trying this new thing called patience, and I thought it would look well on me, but in all actuality, it's very difficult for me to um, have patience. Gotta have it, especially when you got kids. Patience is a virtue. I'm okay with them because they don't know better. But adults, they they've had time. They've had they don't time know better grow. either. These adults don't don't be no good. I got I got a quick little dilemma. I had I had a little uh, you know debate earlier as far as like kids and social media. This particular lady had a problem with. Um, her kid, her kid is ten, eleven, right? She had a problem mm-hmm. with the fact that their kid sees so much stuff on social media. So I'm like, well, why are you mad at social media? Like, it's it's for everyone who 
technically, if you sign off on the rights, it should supposed to be 18 and up. So the fact that your 11, 12-year-old has social media make, lets me know that, you know, you, you allow them to lie about their age to have such things. So um, what is your take on kids under 18 having social media? That's a good question. I personally um, would not allow it because I feel like it plays a role in their self-development, self-esteem, suicide rates are um, among the highest they've ever been in such a long time. And social media has a, a big avenue that plays into that, especially on young, younger adults. Um, insecurities are created more with seeing other people get more likes and if they got less likes and what's the reason. It, it's a different dynamic than it was before because of what you look at on the, the screen when it's not necessarily real. Um, compared to right. real life, because a lot of people be thinking of funk on what's going on in their life by just the picture, and you thinking it's all gravy, and they going through hell. And kids don't have the mental capacity yet to understand that. So I wouldn't want my 11 and 12 year old to be exposed to that type of pressure at such a young age. So I agree. I currently, for um, one, yeah, I don't like it. I, I agree. I agree. And like I said earlier, the fact that you as a parent, speaking on that, the lady, the young lady I was talking to, the fact that you allow your kid to lie about their age, saying that they're older than 18 or they're a, says a lot about you as a parent. You know, maybe for some, but I, you know, for me, I remember, you know, I had, Facebook, when that first came out in 2002, I think it came out. But, like, it, I mean, it wasn't how it is now. You know, like, now it's all crazy how social media came out. But, you know, now it's more, got more crazier. Like you said, it's suicide rate. There's people, you know, beheading people. There's sex, money, drugs, all over social media. So if you don't want your kids, you know, be a part of any of that, Simply just don't have them, don't give them access to have social media. It's a point blank period, you know. Um, but the we only all thing I can't control what that's that's true. But at the same time, this is a new generation, and they have to learn how to use um, these social platforms to communicate. Because even now, like in the schools, they have their tablets. It was really. Uh, predominant when the COVID-19 and they were homeschooled and had to have their tablet on screen time 24-7. And now they even have the screen time, they use it at the school as well. So I feel like it's in this generation yeah. that they have to, it's like forced upon them to use, no, um, see, whether it's different. YouTube or other, besides the social media aspect. Social media to me, I, I don't even like them watching Muckbuck you know, other people eating food. I think that's like the dumbest thing you can spend your time on watching somebody else eat food and giving them views and they get money for sitting there eating. Yeah, like, and I see them watching other kids play video games and I feel like all of that's contributed to social media. So sometimes I'm very leery, but I know it's like what they're, that's the end thing that they're doing now. Just like when we were kids, Furbies was out. Like I think, and the Gigapets, 
you know, that was in a little digital world yep. and we used to have to take care of a little pet and all that. You know, what was new then? So for these kids, um, tablets and phones and being in the digital world is what's in and what everybody's doing. So it's kind of like they're forced into the this behavior. Is true. But they don't have to have a TikTok. They don't have to have a Facebook. They don't have to have a Snapchat. They don't have to have a Twitter. They don't have to have an Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah YouTube, you know, it kind of is the, the, the start, you know, it starts it out. But with certain programs on these tablets and stuff, has links to certain things on YouTube. And I know with some stuff, you can't just go off, venture off and search other shit. But you know, there there's a lot of parents who, you know, want to shut their kid up and just be like, hey, take the phone, take the tablet, do whatever. And it's, that's kind of that's kind of bad. But then that you kind of want then, you know, the question of, well, you know, why don't they just go outside and play? You ideally you would want that. But nowadays in Chicago, growing up in Chicago, growing up in the hood, you don't even want your kids outside no more. It's hard for them to want to be outside because every straight bullet don't have a name on it. I didn't I like I know there was crime in the nineties, but I feel like it wasn't as bad as it is now because everybody in the neighborhood was out and about back then. Now shit, you you can't be out no time of day, you know, without some stupid shit happening. Yeah. Hard. Society is getting hard. That's true. So what can we do? The next generation. Exactly. You know, they 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 enforce these, oh, you know, we have the don't ask, don't tell, bring your gun into the police station thing. It's like, "Mm, okay, but you know, y'all still go book a motherfucker at the end of the day. But it's like, all right, clean the guns up off the street. However, the reason why the guns got in the street is because they y'all, y'all put it here. But I don't know what is it going to take. This I feel like, I ain't going to lie, this next generation is lost. They, boy, whew, what? They will be ran by robots. That's what they said about us. <laughs> and, about us. But we had more structure. We were raised by a village. There ain't no village no more. <laughs> Somebody get the yeah, I'm, I have up, my own you know, village. Kids or whatnot. Well, I mean, yeah, well, far as family, but outside of that, like Mr. Johnson, who run the corner store, was able to tear tear a new one in my ass if I did something wrong. You do that nowadays, parents ready to fuck somebody up. Yeah, that's true. I don't want nobody hitting my kids either, though. No random person. That no, I don't know about. no, because like it's totally my different. My grandma, my mom. Yeah, they can whoop them. I don't, I don't mind that. But anybody just strangers, no. But <laughs> yeah, no. I am going to share a piece with you guys because our caller for nine fifteen didn't call in. Mm-hmm. He did not call in yet. I know, right? And time be going by fast, but. This is a piece I had wrote, and um, it doesn't have a title. I believe that I did it one other time, but it's been a while. Okay, it goes like this. I gave birth to a Scorpio, a son of a king, no wedding Ooh. ring, but creating a bunch of green to make these colonies. See, I'm building prodigies, but was born in poverty. 
I'm creating a dynasty, and I saw my prophecy. He was related to me. He was rich with joy, and he was rich with power, and he was rich with health. Well, hell, wealth is all three, if you ask me. His tiny cries during the late night skies gave me designer bags under my eyes. See, no rest, not stress, but still blessed that I gave birth to the best. See, I can contest that the bond we share fills oceans of promises and be my guest because I stay impressed. Miss me with the mama boy antics because he's strong and knows he has a village to go home. And if I get tired and pulled down, he always readjusts my mama black crown. And poem. Okay, okay. I'm working on a couple pieces. I'm working on a couple pieces. Um, I realized that I didn't have like a whole piece for my son. That's what happens with poets. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm my um, biggest critic, though. I feel like, you know, I had something written for my daughter, but I don't have nothing written really for my son. So I feel like that's like a no-go in the poetry world that you should have something. And it's sometimes it mentions too to me as well, my, um, you're supposed to have something for your significant other as well. And if you didn't write nothing for them or about them, then you must not be really for them. Do you think that's true? Sure. Uh, Say that one more time. Listen, y'all, he's not even listening. Um, I, I said, but... is it true is it true that if you don't write a poem about your significant other or the person that you're with, that you're not technically supposed to be with them because you never wrote a poem about them? That is not true because there are people who are not into poetry. And, you know, so, I, no, that's totally not true. Well, the fact that I am into poetry, should I have written something about my significant other? You don't have to, because, I mean, that's like, I mean, it's not a rule. <laughs> maybe it's an unwritten poetry rule, maybe. I don't really know. But, no, not necessarily. Ah, shit, because I wrote a poem by my significant other a few years ago. Maybe it's an unwritten rule. Like, maybe, you know, because however the dynamics of the relationship or how it goes, how magnificent it may be at a certain time, you get in the mode or the mood to write a poem. Maybe it's just an unwritten thing that you should as a poet. But personally, I, to me, I don't think it really matters. But I I would think if I asked 10 poets, at least 7 out of 10 would probably say they wrote a poem about this and it's good up. Hmm. That's a good question for next Saturday. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, because it's going to be a Valentine's Day weekend. I'm really excited about it too. I am excited. I done got my outfits and everything. Wow. When? For next for next week? Yeah, I'm gonna definitely make sure I get my nap pants. You know, I'm getting older now, so whew, I'm gonna need my nap. Oh my goodness. Um, I already got all my outfits and stuff. I haven't decided what which outfit I'm going to wear yet. Um Wow. 
What's wild about that? I need to have an outfit already prepared and show up and show out, right? Or is it not right to be the baddest dressed in there, or should I tone it down? I mean, you should be the baddest dressed. It's like it's like going to school the first day of school. You trying to have that outfit that's go kill it, you know. I was like that back in the day. I definitely laying your shit out on the bed that, before the night. You know, like ooh, I'm gonna tomorrow. <laughs> and then you find out you go to school, somebody got the same outfit as you. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's true too. But I, I was never like that. But I guess every time I perform, but I, I don't like seriously overdoing it. I like to look nice, feel nice. Um, but I don't like to like over overly do things. Hey y'all. Either. Genesis was a whole vibe. She was a snack, okay? And then some and some crumbs. I would like to be called a meal, not a snack, because that don't fill anybody up. Excuse me. Three course <laughs> meal. I wanna stay mm-hmm. that way. Um all the time, and I want to put on a magnificent show for everybody to come through. Also, guys, you got to go check out the website, ZoeticIslandLLC.com. It's up. It's running. It looks nice. My store is attached to there, so you can buy Thunderstorms Women to Be My Friend. You also can go on there and buy some sage. It's also linked there. Um, and you can purchase your tickets from Puffin Poetry through that site because I have all the links on there. So if you guys just go to Zoetic Island, com, you can get it. It's Z-O-E-T-I-C, the word island, com. All one word. You guys are interested in coming out. We are almost at max, just so y'all know. Um, so please hurry up and get y'all tickets because they are going fast. Oh, shit. Already and Okay. Yeah, tickets are selling. We 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 up there. We got a nice a nice layout. A nice number of people are supposed to be showing up, so I'm extremely excited. I was looking at the count today and we got a nice count even though we still are about mm, what, eight days out? Nine days out. Okay. Well we have a caller. Yeah, go ahead. Alright. What's up? What's up? How you feeling? I'm good and you? Good, good, good. Who we have the pleasure of speaking with tonight? Yes, who is there? This is the poet has spoken. What's up? How are you doing tonight? (laughs) I'm doing good. I'm doing well. How y'all doing? We good. We holding it great, in great. today. We holding it up today. You know, it's been a long, adventurous day, but we, of course, wanted to come on and have the platform ready for poets to call in. So, of course, support the platform. We appreciate you calling in. Um, so, give us where you from, and what poem are you going to do today? You can do two poems. And you have to let us know a backstory. So whenever you're ready. Okay, so, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm from Prince George's County, where is that's a county in Maryland. 
Um, I moved to Baltimore, Maryland about four years ago, and now I have, uh, this past January, I relocated to Tennessee. Oh, so you just uh, moving all over the place. Man, I got to keep it moving. Uh, poetry is my life, so uh, there's uh, seeds that I have to grow. I'm actually the CEO, president of an organization called the Galaxy of Poets, um, and I'm just going to be going to different states promoting um, the Galaxy, advocating for mental health awareness. So, yeah. Yes, we, we, yes, thank you. We were just That's talking about talking mental about. health and suicide um, awareness and, and things like that. So that is a beautiful platform that you have, and thank you for creating that so that the people out here listening um, have a platform to go to so they communicate if they are struggling with mental health. Yeah, absolutely. Real quick before I get into the, the first poem, we um, do a mental a mental health check-in um, three times a day, five times a week, uh, five days a week, uh, Monday through Friday. 9.30 Eastern, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, 1 uh, p.m. Eastern, and 8 o'clock Eastern on Instagram that we go live doing a mental health check-in, giving people a chance to uh, release in a safe space. Okay. Can you give us, like, the spelling or where they uh, can yeah. locate the, you guys? The page is the galaxy underscore of underscore poets. So T H E Galaxy underscore of underscore poets. Okay. I will make sure that I follow you and um share um your platform on my platform so see it and go to it um if they are in need on crisis Absolutely. or know anybody in need of crisis. Absolutely, I really appreciate that. So the Thank first you, we appreciate you. Do, the first one that I'm going to do, um, I wrote it in December because um, I was tired of carrying around the baggage of childhood trauma um, that belonged to someone else. And what I mean by that is that I was victimized, so I shouldn't have to continue to carry that baggage, carry that secret um, when it was the doing of someone else. So I'm just on a mission to help people liberate themselves from childhood trauma because it's not it's not your baggage. Give them their baggage back and, and start the healing process. So it's called... Uh, Broken. I am broken. And I constantly generate brokenness. Broken pieces of me were created by another broken person. I was taught to be hurt by being hurt by someone that was supposed to protect me, but they chose to treat me as if I wasn't family. You were older than me, understood better than me. Knew it was wrong, but you introduced sex to me. 
And that's the making me a dependent of your lust. You broke the trust, said enough. No longer would you kiss me, never to touch me with affection. Now you decide that this wasn't right after you stole my childhood's life. My wounds never grew scabs. Your decision left me always mad. People would always ask, boy, what is wrong with you? No way I could ever tell the truth of how you taught me to do things to you. I am a male, so it should be okay, right? This is what we like. Females throwing themselves at me, but you were family. Isn't this you violating me or because you didn't penetrate me? It's okay that you led me to the pussy, then took it away from me. You made me into something like a dope fiend, more like an alcoholic craving a drink. Why? I want to scream. Is it okay that you did this to me? Now, every love I ever had, I destroyed on purpose. I will never believe that my heart is worse than you created a revolving door of pain and heart, devastation and destruction. Even when I finally gained the courage to tell my story, the family chose you over me. I became the victim all over again. This is why love and hate will always be at war inside my chest. This is why lust always wins over trust. This is why I cannot ever believe in love. You were able to sweep the pieces of me under the rug. Everyone else walked over me and left their shoe prints in mud. No one cares what happened to me. Only thing that mattered was that the elders and the family Never found out this secret. I was told it would destroy the family. No one cared that it destroyed me. Thank you. Thank you for Absolutely. And, and that's a real thing, especially in the black and brown communities where they look at little boys. It's it's cool to get touched by a woman. Like I see little Bootsy telling his his sons like he gonna buy them women and and do all kinds of things, but that's not necessarily appropriate for little boys either. It's it's such no, a, a it's, different it's, stigma. It's never. Things. Yeah, it's never appropriate, and I would just definitely tell everyone, no matter what you've been through, it is very important to um, seek a professional, regardless if it's a counselor, therapist, psychiatrist, because they can explain to you um, things that happened in your childhood or in your past that is the direct reason that you may have made decisions that you made or chose the lifestyle that you chose. And until you heal from that or begin the healing process, you will be carrying around that baggage. Um, and it's just time. But the, the victimizer should not be able to continue to make you into a victim by you carrying that, that baggage around. Yeah, because if you don't get rid of the baggage early, it's going to affect everything around you, future relationships, because you, you're expecting it to be 
a certain way, and that's not the appropriate way you were shown. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you sharing that real probably like he wanted to be touched when he was younger. Nah, um, I think, well, I don't know if I shared it on uh, here in the show, but I definitely posted about it way back when. But uh, it was around the time a lot of people were speaking up on um, uh, being molested and touched as a child or whatever. I actually had a older lady uh, touch up on me when I was younger. And it, kind of, it does definitely do something to you mentally. Mm-hmm. So as far as, you know, me, my life as, you know, as women went, the reason why I was dipping and dabbing with so many women, that was like played a major part um, as to why a lot of stuff happened. Absolutely. Um, that part that I say, um, you turn me into a dope fan and something like an alcoholic craving a drink because that's basically an addiction. Um, sex can be an addic- addiction, and it if you don't recognize it, then you got multiple mm-hmm. uh, women or uh, men that you deal with when it comes to a female, and people look at you like, why are you doing these things? It's, it's an addiction that we, that you don't recognize. Um, until you actually seek for the help. So, well, thank you so much. I know it took a lot to, um, especially as a man, because you guys are stereotyped in a different way to not have emotion and not to show emotion um, when it's pertaining to anything sensitive in life. It's supposed to be like the woman's job, but it is a nice change, a fresh breath of air, I might say for it to see men actually be emotional um, and explain that it's normal, it's natural, because you guys mm-hmm. are the first that's yeah. supposed to change the narrative of that. And if you continue to pretend like everything is okay or it's cool, then it's going to continue to rub off into the next generation. So you guys are the ones who have to stop it now. Absolutely. So thank you for that piece. Um, actually, I know we talked earlier today and you had a piece earlier today talking about black and it's black history month. So I would really like if you would do that piece. I don't know if you had something else, but if you did have another piece that you wanted to present besides the one I'm talking about, you would present it too, but I really want people to hear this piece you told me earlier today because it is black history month. So you you talking Would you about not the mind? Ended, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, no. You're talking about the one that I ended, uh, Black on Black? Yes, Earlier. that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Now, you got to explain the story, too, though, to the people, because I thought this was liberating. I thought it was beautiful. I like the way that he uses words. Um, and it's Black History Month, so. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Was it that one, or was it? Hold on. So I did end it with black on black. Yeah, it's, it's black on black. Yeah, I got you. Um, basically, it's it's basically talking about how we are always outraged when a white person does something to a black person, but we're not we're not 
as outraged or um, when it's a black-on-black situation. So here we go. Did they tell you that black men are in the hood dropping like it's in style? Mothers are crying from losing a child. Fathers doing concrete time. Things are not getting easier in this life of strife. We are outraged when the white policeman takes a soul just because he can. Where's the outrage for black-on-black murder? Where's the outrage for little black child killed by a straight bullet? How can this be okay? You say stand up and rise for black lives, but do our lives really matter? To me, it's getting sadder. Every day, another young life is snuffed out. Where's the protest? Where's the shouts? No marches, no rallies, only T-shirts and RIPs. All we have to look forward to is funerals, cemetery stuffed animals, and balloon releases. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of this foolishness. Doesn't matter if it's white or black that does this, we should all be pissed. How many more will it take for it really to matter? Before we really act, I'm sick of it. This is a fact. It sickens me how we are trained to be black on black. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much for that. I really love that piece. And I think, how many pieces did you tell me earlier today? It was one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was one. Okay. Did you have another one that you wanted to do before I interrupted you? Because I know I just wanted to hear that. No, 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 that's cool. I I had um, this piece is, I wrote it for Black History. Um, I wrote it the day, I believe it was the day after. Um, Martin oh no, when Black History started, because the day before, there was nothing. And then, well, it might have been King's birthday. Yeah, it was King's birthday. The day before, it was nothing. And the day of, it's nothing but uh, King on the, on the television, and the day after, it's nothing. So I wrote this piece. This piece is in the voice. Um, and once again, I don't believe that every white person is a representation of their entire race. It is just the same for us. But this is written in the voice of a white person that has these thoughts. Um, okay, so this is the one that you read earlier today. Oh, okay. I believe it's the okay, one. Okay, so, so it's, it's called Here You Go. For all the damage we have done to you, here you go. A birthday, a whole month to celebrate your history. It's okay that I stole you from your land, beat you, raped your women, sold your children, and you're happy when I pulled you a bone. I sit happily in my home knowing you'll never see your worst. You'll only see what I want you to see as worse. 
I shed your blood. My horses drug you through the mud. You will never get your 40 acres and a mule. But you will spend your hard-earned earnings on my shiny things. You splurge on my diamonds and gold. You pay to live on my land that I will always own. I hung you for trees. I desecrated your queens. I lied to you. I made you follow my God. But no matter what I've done to you, you still chase the carrots that I dangle in front of you. Your kind was such a fool. If you would have just stood up one time, you would have won because we was really scared of you. But you see, Willie gave us the blueprint to destroy a rise up. We made you not trust each other. We turned you against each other. We made your women not believe in your men. We took the respect that your children had for you from you. All of this, are you happy with happy birthday to Martin Luther King Jr.? We were the ones that killed you. Now we are the ones that tell you that you can celebrate, when you can celebrate you fallen soldiers, give them a black president. Now you really thought you colored people won? Let me tell you a little secret. He was just a face for us. We have all types of tricks. We let you free from the cotton fields, but you now punch the clock of the plantation. We stopped hanging you with the rope, but we now use the bullet to hang you in these streets. I changed my hooded white sheets in for a badge now. I have a license to cheat you bad. See, you can't win. We let you go, made laws to lock you up. Now you roam concrete fields. I tell you when to wake up. I tell you when to eat your meals. Your mind is mindless. You traded make-believe freedom for a reality of captivity. But as long as I give you a whole month of your black history, you motherfuckers is happy. It pleases me to know that you allow my ancestors to constantly torment your ancestors because you, you never grew from what they went through. You went from kings to sagging jeans. You went from queens to twerking everything. Our job is done. See? <laughs> so keep being happy with your whole month and one birthday. Here you go. You know, I just seen something. Yeah. I just seen T Pain say something about we shouldn't have Black History Month anymore. It should be just celebrated every day. Black History should be celebrated every day. What do you think about that? Um, I personally don't believe in the month because not only the the past of our history um, we celebrate moments in history that has changed things. We don't ever really look at the pre- the present history. Um, the things that have done that have done things. George Floyd. It changed the dynamics of a whole society in one fell swoop. You got uh, uh, 
football teams changing their names. You got people in, implementing different things in their businesses. So not to take away from our ancestors and the things that they fought for, but we still have people that are alive right now that are making black history. Uh, but they make us, when they when they say black history, they want to make us only look at the past. We got to look at the past, the present, and the future of our history. Uh, so no, I don't I don't believe in for it to be just one moment. Okay, real. What do you think? I agree. I agree. I've been saying that for the longest. We shouldn't just celebrate twenty eight slash twenty nine days of the of, of the month of one month of the year. You know it. Just like, you know, white people celebrate shit all throughout the year. Why we just celebrate one day a month? You know, it should be every day. You know, every day is a struggle. Every day is success. Every day is failure. So, you know, I, I don't, I never believed in just four weeks out of the month that it should be celebrated. I definitely agree with that. That's why they have like Juneteenth now and they're trying to buy black, everything black. Um, which I think personally, I am for the whole month of February by black, nothing else. Like this should be just a month of just buying all black from any black brown person. And I feel like if we did that um, annually, then it would benefit us in the long run. I think um, I, I mean I don't I don't disagree I don't disagree with that um, but we need to just do it on a on a bigger scale um, more often as well because what can they get done without the black dog um, and if if anyone knows anything about the prison system. When the inmates want to get something done, they don't go to work. Just imagine if every single citizen, black and brown citizen, chose to sit out from work. Now they're going to listen because you're messing with their money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it has to be something on a bigger scale than what has happened before to make them know, listen, things have to change. Can't keep treating our can't keep treating our people regardless if someone does wrong. I'm not dismissing anything that they may do wrong, but you you do them like they are an animal in the street, but somebody of another color. You feed them after they then took lives. That's a big gap in how someone is treated. Yeah. So, how long have you been doing poetry? Uh, actually, performing my 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 poetry, I've actually only been doing it since November of 2020. Like so, only like spoken oh, words. Spoken words has been November of 2020. So, for people that don't understand the difference between spoken word and poetry, poetry is just when you read it out of Correct. a book or or whatever like that. But spoken word is the feel, the look, the touch, the taste, 
of it when you perform it in live in front of other audiences, and that's what I'm trying to showcase for Puffin Poetry, um, to actually feel the vibrations of that person speaking their truth. And a lot of people can relate to poets um, in time now. Uh, they relate to it. So that is what we're doing. And he has a, a bunch of platforms. And I actually met him through um, a nice, a special guest of ours, Lonnie Lopez, which is one of my favorite, who has been on the show a couple of times. And um, she introduced me to the poet. So if you would be so kind to give us your um, platform, if anybody wants to come find your work, would you let everybody yeah, know sure. where they can find you? My IG is um my IG is the poet dot has dot spoken. Um and then the uh for that's on Instagram and then for the galaxy it's the galaxy underscore of underscore poets. Yes, I just shared the mental health awareness on uh, my story. So if you guys can go check it out. If you guys have not found him yet, go check it out, especially because of suicide rate. I was just speaking with Rail saying how high it has been um, this last month, especially with COVID and things going on and different variants that stress people out about their jobs and this whole mandatory vaccination that's going on in the bigger cities. Um I think it would be beneficial for people to understand that they're not the only one going through. Absolutely. Um, I'm so sorry. I have to run on. I was currently at work. We have a line. so. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> and thank run, you so much for blessing us. You no, know, absolutely. I appreciate the platform and um, definitely will be tuning in. And like I said, let's, let's work. We, that's the only way that we're going to be able to do anything, change anything, that we continue to collab and work together. Yes, of course, of course. He said he's going to help me out with Zoetic Islands. Absolutely. Let's, let's right. do it. Hear so, me about it. Uh, it was my pleasure. <laughs> um, you guys have a good night, and we will be talking. All right. Thank All right. you. Thank night. you for coming in. Peace, right. and blessing. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Oh, that was the poet, guys. Um, do you have any announcements, Mr. Rails? So, um, I picked up my MacBook, y'all. I'm getting back to the music. Uh, I, I finished two tracks, uh, so I have um, four in total. I'm going to create. Real is on the beat, volume two. It's going to be seven songs instead of four. I know a lot of people are like, yo, we want more. We want more than four. I'm like, All right, I got you. I was trying to release it Valentine's Day weekend, but I have to do it. Um, it has to be within 40 days. So in March, I don't know, I haven't picked an exact date, but sometime in March, I'll be dropping volume two of It's Real on the Beat. So stay in tune with that, y'all. And I got a few artists that's be working with as well. Yeah, I'm gonna be and one of the artists. This time. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just playing. I'm gonna have Genesis <laughs> do a voiceover, y'all. A little does she know. But um, happy to announce that I am a manager uh, a 
Cleveland artist. Uh, his name is Ami Rose. He has, he has a few features out here in the world. Um, so we're going to be in the midst of working on putting together his first EP um, in the next few months. So be on the lookout for that. I'll keep you all updated. Shout out to the whole night. I'm Maggie, so proud uh, of Radio Real, guys. So proud of him. I just wanted to say that I really he better not you better not make it to the top and leave me behind. Do not man, be leaving nobody together. behind, real. I, I don't leave family behind, man. None whatsoever. <laughs> you took me with you as far as this poetry thing, so I'm definitely taking you with me. That's crazy how we met. I just want to say that I appreciate real so much. Um as impatient as I am, rail is the opposite when it comes to dealing with like radio and things like that. And he's taught me um, to learn how to be patient and uh, deal with people on a different scale and give them more chances because I ran into some people and I'll be like, rail, I can't do this. And he'd be like, right there, like, this is how artists are. <laughs> you know, I didn't understand the game of that until he explained it. And I appreciate that because I damn sure wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. I, I honestly wouldn't. I wanted to ask y'all, I forgot to ask y'all when we first got on, what y'all smoking on? What y'all drinking on? What y'all sipping on? You sipping on anything real? No, his tired ass. No, all the alcohol has been drank up in this household. So I'm out here dry. Dry hunching. Can't get dry. nothing with that. I ain't got no. No edibles, no nothing. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Um, I also showed the, I have Delta 8 and Delta 10s pre-rolls with a little key spread on the top. Um, and this one's called um, Blue Zushi, which is going to also be available at the Puff and Poetry Show next Saturday, February 12th, 4801 West Chicago Avenue. Yes, I am so excited. Starts at 730. Guys, please make sure you guys are getting y'all tickets because we're going to be sold out. Like, <laughs> And you're just going to be outside looking in until the next one happens. So if you want to experience a Puff and Poetry Show, you have to get the Puff Packs to have the full experience. But right. Just come out, and we're going to have 420 vendors as well. They're going to have a lot of unique stuff they're going to have, infused everything uh, besides the food because I can't have people too fucked up in there. You know what I mean? I want y'all to still enjoy the show and not be flumped. Um, right. And, of course, it's BYOB, but we will have some infused liquor there, which is the new part of the show. Um, and infused wine. So you have some special drinks in there. Um, it's going to be a limit. Oh, I'm be so <laughs> it's pretty cool. So I'm really excited about it. Um, working with new entrepreneurs, black and brown, of course, and my, my fellow Latinas and Latinos. Um, if you are Hispanic, I'm opening this up because I want to do a show where I'm doing Spanish and English, but you got to bear with me because the predominantly people that I know that's in the poetry world, I know a few Hispanics that do speak Spanish, but I would have to 
we all had to collapse together to make that work um, and speak speak with our people and see if they would be interested in coming out. I like that. Yeah, so I've been working on it. Um, yeah, gotta open our horizons, of course. Um, I believe I am going to. Do we have any more callers, real? I'm not even looking right now. Mm-mm. I'm with Miss Mary. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So we are going to end the show early. Rose is going to play a song out for us. Um, Thunderstorms are meant to be my friend on Amazon. Make sure you guys go copy, support your girl. Please go on ZoeticIslandLLC.com and donate so that we can get the community started to build up. You can file that off from your taxes. A lot of things that you can benefit is that. And I'm planning on having a tree, whatever, whoever donated to have initial names. And I was also thinking about your first visit there that you can get in for free. So um, DM me, uh, ask more questions. I am always available. And if I'm not available at that time, give me about 24 to 48 hours, and I will always hit you back. Trust and believe either Instagram is going to be 3-Y-E-M underscore Genesis, like the first book in the Bible, and Genesis Silverman on Facebook. So yeah, you definitely got to check us out and plus some poetry, what it's all about. Yeah. We have some great vendors there and some great poets. You don't want to miss it um, and to showcase your talent. And if you know any poets, tell them about us. Call in 516-666-9826. I remember that number by heart, real. I am doing damn good. I get hey, myself on the panel with that. Because you know I, I didn't even have to look. I didn't even have to look. I don't remember. That's good, Do you man. got anything you know, real? Ladies, 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 ladies. Y'all have been asking me for the years I've been doing radio and since I put y'all on to Josiah D. Moore, my little brother, I want to let y'all know that next Saturday he will be in the building. He just bought his ticket about 20-some minutes ago. So if you plan on coming out, you can finally put a face to the name. You can get all his info about his music next Saturday night, 730 to 1030, 4801 uh, West Chicago, right? Yep. 4801 West Chicago Ave. Definitely come out, support us. Your boy, Radio Rail, be on the, I ain't going to say one or two, but I'll be on the mic along with Genesis. I may or may not spit a piece like last time. I don't know. It just depends on the mood, the crowd, how drunk I may be. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, ladies, y'all can finally meet the man with the master plan. Uh, follow my Instagram, hellrail1290 and radiorail21. I respond to either or, and my black ass have not been banned in two and a half months of Facebook. Yes, I, I am so proud. It. Give this man a round of applause. Literally every month he was in jail, and it was just like we call him what jail rail. That's what's been going on. But I do want to say this: Uh, I know people be like looking at the address and stuff like that, but we have to bring 
positive energy to these type of neighborhoods. And I know the last two events have been out south, but we got to represent the whole Chicago and take our land back, you know, what we used to have, like Black Wall Street and things like that. And we ain't going to have no drama and no beef. We will have security and everything is copacetic. So come out and have a good time. You can smoke in the building. Yeah, you can smoke in the building. We ain't on that, and, and we're trying to teach everybody else that we're trying to create platforms to give us a different light, and we are the narrative to change that. So, man, come out, have a good time with us. You won't regret it. Um, February 12th, 4801 West Chicago Avenue. Hit either one of us up for details. So, go ahead, Radio Real. I will be on the air Monday, Tuesday. Y'all already know, 9 to 10. Um, catch me in Genesis next Saturday, y'all. AK and M Fish will be on the air tomorrow night, 9 to 10 or 10.30. So most definitely tune in tomorrow. And, again, next Saturday's the event. So the whole OG team, well, three-fourths of the team, um, will be there in attendance. Uh, so, yeah, y'all, be there, be square. This is the third event. Um, I want to let y'all know now, after this event, we're going to go take a little break, you know, go on a little hiatus as far as puffing poetry for a little bit until we come back with some fresh new shit for y'all. Um, March 26th, we got something cooking up for y'all as well. We will give y'all details, you know, as close as it gets to the date. So just stay in tune with all that shit. So uh, that's it for me. Yes, peace and blessings. Peace and blessings, y'all. And speaking of my little brother, Josiah, I'm going to play us out to take over. So good night and all, and uh, do what you love, love what you do, and be safe out here. Good night. Yeah, 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 yeah,
shopping spree Pick it out, fuck a tag, yeah, follow me Anything you want, you can get with it Pop up on the jet, flying luxury Bahamas, Dubai, all on the Paris Balenciaga, Chanel, or some Gucci Back to the crib, your hands all on me You know how I like it when you watch it for me All up in the bed, you loving on me Know how I like it when you watch it from me. All up in the bed, you loving on me, baby. I just wanna take over the world with you. Fuck them all the hoes, what they gon' do? Let me get this bag and just for you, baby. Hey, I just wanna take over the world with you. Fuck them all the hoes, what they gon' do? Let me get this bag and just.